This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and I, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Happy Monday, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Great to be here with you. Today is uh, Monday, November 14th. Halfway home in November. So looking forward to Thanksgiving, Christmas vacation, all of it. All of it. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. It's our executive producer. Good morning, Paul. Yeah, I'm with you. I just, uh, there's a few things I want to just fast forward to. Yeah, 100%. We were talking about it before the, uh, the break. Before we uh, started the show, we got the Christmas extravaganza coming up. We got the uh, Ben and Woods Open. Holiday which we extravaganza. Sorry. We're an inclusive radio That's true. show. That's true. Christmas and holiday extravaganza. We got the end of the year show, I mean, which is always fun. Even before that, we have Thanksgiving. We have winter meetings. Winter meetings, yeah. Like those, I'm looking forward to all that. But Just got to do these Monday radio like shows. There's shows in between I know. now and then. Just do a lot of best of. Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm feeling a little bit better after a little rough end of the week last week. How was your vacation? My vacation. I didn't have one. Yeah, you had the last hour off last week. Oh, yeah. No, that was not a vacation. That's when you have to go pick up your kids from a doctor's appointment. It's not a vacation? Hardly considered a vacation. (laughs) Well, didn't get on a plane. Didn't eat farm to table. I will say, though, I, I uh, I should walk back my criticism of your parenting Last week, as your 19-year-old son, Jack, called you after the show one day and said, Dad, I'd like to go to lunch with you today. And you said, great. Where would you like to go? And he said, well, I'd like to go to Olive Garden. And you said, oh, absolutely not. I'm not going there. I will not. I'll not lower myself to eat in an Olive Garden. (laughs) And I heard this. I was next to you in the room. And Jack was like, oh, okay. Okay, yes, Dad, I, I will go by myself. Did he ever go, by the way? I don't think he's gone yet. I did take him this weekend to Granol Barbecue, which is much well, better than Olive Garden. It's always fun when we take our kids to our favorite I restaurant. Know. He Isn't had a good time, great? though. I, I, think, I think he had a good time. I was there, actually, this worries me a little bit, just a tad, because I was there and I was getting a um, something to drink, and the guy behind the bar, big fan, listens to the show. He says, you guys are amazing. What a season. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. I listened in the mornings, and you were absolutely fantastic. And he goes, what do you guys do in the off season? 
And I go, oh, we still... We're on, dude. We're still here. God, yeah, it, we I, still are here, 6 to 10 every morning. deja vu. Did we not start last Monday's show like with this exact we have same to conversation? Remind, I think we have to remind everybody that we don't go on an off-season like the Padres do. We're not a specifically Padres show. We are a, we are a Padres not, not show. Yet. But we're not like one of those shows that we come back in spring training in February after taking three and a half months off. It's we not are the worst idea. Here. It's not the worst idea. It's maybe something to strive for, yes, but we're not currently that so, show. It's something to shoot for. And you guys can... So if spread, you're not, listen, spread if, the word. If you if you don't mind to your fellow Tier 1... Listen, if you're not going to listen, then why am I here? Just listen to DA and then whoever else is on We've been around for five years almost. Christ we didn't know almighty. that we do shows in the month of November. People are like, well... Last out, Men in Woods is over. Are you kidding? I'm busting my ass. Yeah, I know. That's it's worrisome, as I <laughs> Jesus said. Jesus, God. It is so worrisome. We actually work harder for you in the offseason to try to make the show good. You have no idea. Do you know how easy it is during the baseball season? Do you know how easy it is for us? It's a joke. It's a joke. Come on, man. This is kick. This is killing me. It's absolutely killing. Do you realize we're bonused on ratings throughout these months as well? We need you. We need to take out just a couple of key billboards that say Ben and Woods still on, still on between November and we're February. We're still here. You dumb sons of bitches, man! You're killing me. This is it wrecks my soul. Oh, well, like, does the radio? You guys in February. Does the radio station just turn off yeah, the lights? Yeah, just shut it down. Just. Put out the uh, the clothes sign <laughs> back back in, in February. Like in Hawaii? Yeah. I'll be back in an hour, gone maybe an hour fishing. and a half. Gone, gone fishing. fishing. God dang it. I mean, Paulie and I, I was on the phone. I was on the phone with Paulie yesterday for 30 minutes going, all right, who who would be good to catch up with this week? I mean, like, we're planning you. the Christmas and holiday extravaganza. Oh. We're planning the end of the year show. Really good stuff Great that stuff. we've got for you. You just have to know we're actually still here. I'm telling you. When I hear comments, somebody got me with that pretty recently, too. Somebody hit me, actually, to my face. I can't remember where I was. It was like, oh, I can't listen in the offseason. I'm like, well, fantastic. Fantastic. Just going to tell my boss, hey, I can't work in the offseason. I mean, look, at the end of the day, if that's what it came down to, it is what it is. What are you going to do? I mean, I'm going to still come in and try to do a great show every day. Just like, And we'll welcome you back with open arms in, in February. February yeah. But- I'll t- it's like any you know if you're a music if you're a band right and there's gonna be there's gonna be venues you show up to and there's gonna be instead of thousand people there's gonna be four hundred people and you still have to give those four hundred people a good show you have to it's just it's in the performer's creed like I can't come out and go mm, I don't like the size of the crowd I'm gonna just you know fart into the microphone for four hours that's not gonna work that's a good bit. Uh, but I had to. I was going to tell you, Benny. I got to walk back my criticism of your parenthood because your boy here. <laughs> this is this is unbelievable. What I did to my child on Friday, as you mentioned, I had to leave an hour early. So Hannah had an appointment. Taylor had his checkups. So she she said, "I've got to get to my appointment. Can you come get him?" Oh, by the way, Bo's also out of school. It's Veterans Day. I'm like, holy cow. Okay, so my mother-in-law was watching Bo at my house. I had to go from here directly to the doctor's office. I made it just in time to watch him get his little flu shot in his leg. Poor little guy. So then I pick him up, scoop him up, and I go home, and I pick up Bo. And I'm thinking to myself, man, it's it's 10. 
on a Friday. I've got these dudes all day long. Hannah's not going to be home till late. We got to go do something. So they both love sea animals so much. Like they both love seals and everything else. So I go, yeah, let's just do our thing. We'll go down to La Jolla, go watch the seals, take Taylor down there. He's never been down there where he could actually say the word seals, whatever. You went to watch the free ones in the cove as opposed yeah. to like SeaWorld paying yeah, for it. Correct. Okay, yeah, correct. Yeah, we went down to we just it's such a nice area to just walk around and it was a perfectly beautiful day. And I thought, I'll take him down, we'll look at the seals, we'll walk around, get some exercise, and then we'll go to lunch, and then I'll take him home, I'll put him down for a nap. Got the whole day knocked out. It's a, it's a solid, yeah. sound plan. Sound plan. Sound parenting plan. Get down there, park, no problem. Uh, do the seals, the whole thing. There's a Jersey Mike's right down there. Their favorite. So we go to Jersey Mike's, we crush our lunch. Their favorite. Their favorite. Yeah, I always like to take them where they like to go. Uh, that's just how I do as a parent. So I, even though you can't stand Jersey Mike's, I mean I can live with that. I can go either <laughs> oh, way. Can you okay? <laughs> so Bo is obsessed by the way with Jersey Mike's. It's all he talks about. Dad, I Jersey Mike's. I'm like, yeah, let's let's hit it. I've been eating a lot of Jersey Mike's. So we're driving home and we're on the five and we're having a great time and we're laughing. I'm looking in the rear view and everyone's in a great mood. And I can't remember what I said, but Bo. Took his little, you know, his little baby, like his whoopee, like his, uh, yeah. yeah, he's got Blanky. a little, well, yeah, he's yeah. got a little elephant and he's had this thing since he was born. And, you know, at some point we're going to move away from it, you know, and he's like, I will when I turn five. I'm like, okay, fine. You got a little bit, but he, I'm driving, I'm on the five. He throws the whoopee at me in the front seat and I, it hits me and I grab it and I go, well, I got baby now. And I'm messing with him and he's laughing. Dad, I give me my baby. I'm like, no, 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 no. Your baby's going for a ride. And I'm doing a bit. So I roll my window down. And I'm on the five, going about 75. Oh, my God. And I, no, you I'm i going to bit where, know, where it's going to go out the window. I'm going to do the bit. Yes. Uh-oh. Baby's going for right. Where I'm going to I'm gonna roll his head up. And the head is going to be out the window, but the body's going to be inside or vice versa. So I'm doing a bit. But you're going to hold on tightly because you don't really want to lose it. That's oh, your dude, idea. Yeah, idea. 100%. Well, yeah, I'm going to do a bit yeah. with it falls out of my hand on the freeway <laughs> going 75 80 miles an hour the trauma i go oh no 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 that did not happen that did not happen oh my god oh my he i look back it was like he looked at me and was like dad why this is truly something he is was... going to be discussing with his therapist oh, in 25 years i i go oh my god bo i'm so sorry I did it, I swear to God. Buddy, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, my. So when it left, when the wind sucked it out the window, I looked in my rear view, and it was on the shoulder. Now, it's a, it's maybe it's maybe 10, 12 inches long, cloth. You know, it's not it's not a lot of weight to it. Is in the, the shoulder next to the fast lane. The shoulder. Oh, on not the on the side, on the right side, but on, on the, the left, left side. side. I was oh, in the fast God. lane when yeah. I did it. So it landed in the shoulder. And I'm like, oh, my God. What's the exit where the driving range is in Del Mar? It's uh, Del Mar Via Heights, de la Valle. Via de la Valle. So I'm, I'm not quite there yet. I look to my right. I'm clear. I, I whip through like six lanes of traffic. Wait. Oh, to get off. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're whipping off to get yes, off the freeway. to get off the freeway. To possibly... Possibly go back and retrieve it. To go and turn around. So you'll be 
going the opposite direction, so you're and gonna, you're going to hop the meteor. You're going to have to go back, back, to, have to, go back to, to Delmar Heights. Get off. Get back on. Back around. Come around. By but, the way, there's. I've got two babies in, in my backseat in my and car. Your plan is now to what? Hit the hazard lights as you slow down in the carpool lane coming down no. the five. No, it was to get in the shoulder. Old Taylor out the window, <laughs> <laughs> just like a by golf ball. <laughs> like all right, come on, scoot it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, bro, I'm panicked, and Bo is. He's weeping. He, and I'm like, buddy, I am so sorry. I didn't do it on purpose. I was doing a bit. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So I pull. You know me. I, you bit, I'm a bit I'm master. a bit dad. I'm a bit dad. I'm a bit dad. So I pull around, dude. I mean, it, it is. It's got to be about 1230 on a Friday. The five is jamming, but it's moving. There's no standstill. It's Where's the traffic when you right. need it? It's Friday. This thing should be at a standstill. And they're always just back up there. Always. Yeah. There wasn't. Huh? So I'm I'm I get close and I can see the exit like I could last time. So I get in the shoulder and I got the hazards on and I'm my head is over the steering wheel looking for any sign of this baby. And I'm looking 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 I, I don't see it. I'm running over I'm running over oil pans and like all kinds of stuff on the you have no idea what's on the shoulder until you drive on the shoulder. It's like clank 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 and I'm going I'm going I'm going. I'm like I don't see it. I don't see it. And I go Ooh! I see it. So I have to pinch my door open and s- slide out. Just have hazards are on. Cars are whipping by. There's actually room to stop, though, on the, There's on room. the left shoulder yeah, there. On okay. the, it's so... You went today, when you're driving home, right, take I'm a, a I'm look. Keep an eye out here. So I had to squeeze out. I ran up. I grabbed it. Jumped in the car. Found my opening. Floored it. Got back into the fast lane. And I saved the kid's baby. And he... I looked in the back. I gave it to him. And he was like holding it so tight. And of course, you have to do the dad thing where you're like, "Well, hey, listen, that never would have happened had you not thrown it at me in the first place. So don't throw your baby at your dad. Okay, it's a lesson learned for everybody." I felt. I mean, and it. You know, the funny thing is, it did not even occur to me to say, "Buddy, sorry, he's gone." I couldn't live with. Letting it rot on the side of the road. I'm pretty sure that if we asked any of our friends in the CHP, like uh, Officer Jim, they'd say, don't do that. There's no don't question. Stop don't in stop fast in the fast lane to pick up a whoopee. It's either gone or call call the highway patrol and let them handle it. Can you it imagine that call? That's an Buddy, I need call. your help. I need your help bad. So I did it. It was, I really, after I thought about it, I really did put my kids at a greater risk yes. to save a, a stuffed animal. I did, I, and I realized that, but... Boy, you can go from goat to hero just like that, and uh, that's what I did. But yeah, so the, we're not going to do bits in the car uh, anymore. I'm going to really focus on safety and things like that because uh, it was it was traumatic. His little his little face, Ben. I mean, you would have thought I I you would have thought I went up and just killed his favorite pet in front of him. Seriously, like it was. He looked at me like you are. You're a literal monster. Well, we're, now we're hopefully he remembers this as what won't my dad do for me that, as opposed yes. to what did my dad do to Dude, me. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. <sighs> so, oh, my God, man. You know, Woods teased yesterday. I got a story for foreplay. You, you definitely paid that one off. Wow. Man. Utah Padre says, Stephen Woods just called us all dumb sons of bitches on the air. I resonate with that. All the feels <laughs> right there. Happy No Baseball Monday, fellas. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening now... You're, you're actually one of the smart ones because you realize we're still on the air in November here. This is great. Our buddy Anthony Butcher Anthony says, Ben Woods is just as good, if not better, in the offseason. I'll be here every morning. We love you. 
We love you so much, Anthony. Tell your friends. This segment of Ben and Woods brought to you by Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag eatgrubbies and eatgrubbies.com. We have a lot to talk about this Monday. Uh, I don't know that I would have ever expected as a San Diego sportscaster to lead with a regular season game between the Vikings and the Bills in Buffalo, but I had to last night. It was such a good NFL game. It was my lead story. Uh, we have a weekend of college and pro football. We've got uh, NCAA basketball, the Aztecs, pulling one out on Friday night against BYU. Uh, lots to get to. And off-season baseball talk as uh, we got a deadline tomorrow on a roster deadline that could lead to some action, some trades rumored today. A.J. Casavell is going to be with us at 8.30 little to talk m- about what's going on with the Padres. Are they involved in any of these rumors? little minor move for the San Diego Padres. And a minor move. talk about, too. Yeah, minor move. Sounds good. All right, we'll get to all of that coming up. It's Ben and Woods getting started. Woods, safety first on a Monday. Oh. Get our first check of traffic. See if there's any lunatic dads in the roadways <laughs> with Kelly. Some idiot looking for his stuffed animal on the freeway. <laughs> Next to the ladder that fell off on 97 through the fan. We'll be right back. So my theme this week is going to be 2022, songs that blew you away in 2022, all right? So, you know, everybody does their year-end review type things, and this is an album uh, that came out earlier this year that my buddy Jack, you guys remember Jack saw, turned me on to Marcus King, and oh my God, the guy is just a total, total shredder. And this record, uh, Young Blood came out this year so this is it's too late and it's fantastic 
Shredder. I like it. Yeah, I've never heard really it before, good. but I like it. And uh, I already know what I'm going to pick. It's that song that I played for you, that cover. The last okay, week. good deal. Blew me away this year. Good deal. So I'm glad I have a selection because it's always a little tougher when we go with new music for me. It's yeah, my, came out in 2020. My musical knowledge ended around 1991. And by 1991, so. you mean 1965. <laughs> <laughs> Just shredding. Well, speaking of shredding, uh, I don't know. Should we lead with the same thing I led with last night? Sure, that why football not? game last night. I almost feel like we need a an entire segment to discuss it. We can always bring it back a little bit later. Are you ready the, for the had to be the game of the year yesterday between the Vikings and the Bills. Was Bills are always involved in games of the year. I, I happened to pretty much watch the whole thing. It just turned it on. It was the game that they were showing here, and you know, I, I wasn't doing Red Zone. I was just watching a game, and, and it was there, and it was a good game for the first three and a half quarters, but it wasn't a great game. Uh, you know, the Bills looked like they were going to take care of business at home, but it was fun. It was kind of cold, a little snowy in Buffalo. Always interesting to watch those games. A couple of Super Bowl contenders squaring off against each other middle of the season. But then things got absolutely wacky. I mean, you had a couple of the greatest catches you're ever going to see. Stephon Diggs, one-hander going up. You think, oh, you're never going to see a better catch than that this season. That was spectacular. Uh, And yet you saw Justin Jefferson top it with an absolute, had to have it, fourth and eighteen. Going up with one hand against a defender who's got his hand... Both hands. It was kind of like the helmet catch, but even better, I thought. Defender had... The defender caught the ball. He had the ball in, like, sandwiched in, sandwiched in between his hands. Now, just, Justin Jefferson happened to have his giant paw on it, his mitt, also on it at the same time. And it was a battle of wills until they hit the ground. And Justin Jefferson never let go of the ball, Ben. And it was like, again, like when he had the the ball pinned up against the guy's helmet. But this was a a guy with two hands on it, and he one-handed, took it away from him as he hit the ground, cradled it, and and like you said, fourth and 18, uh, game's over if he he doesn't make that catch. It was, many were saying, the greatest catch of all time. And and then that extended the last drive. They're down four. They get down to the goal line. Fourth and goal from the uh, inside the one. They go with the Kirk Cousins sneak. And I mean, as close of a call as you're going to get, yep. and they ruled that he was down. I think it was a good call before the goal line. Buffalo stops him. There's less than a minute to go. There's no timeouts left. So you think, okay, game is over. All they have to do is run one play, and it's done. The Bills hold on and win this game. But they are right in the shadow of their own goal line, so they can't necessarily kneel it. They could, but they take a safety there, which in hindsight... Probably. Might have been the right strategy. But then you got to give the ball back with a little bit of time remaining. Yeah, and so. there's a little bit of time left. So they try to run a quarterback sneak, but Josh Allen doesn't you know, handle the snap. It's fumbled. The Vikings fall on it in the end zone for the go-ahead touchdown in one of the craziest turnarounds that you're going to see. I mean, the Buffalo goes from the high highs. We just clinched the win, essentially, to now they're behind by three with only about 45 seconds left. But... Then there's still enough time for Buffalo to here's, go down the field. Here's the yeah. the botched snap on the goal line. Is from this the, the, uh, the Vikings. Vikings call percept- yeah. perspective? Here it is. First down from the goal strike for the Bills. 
Josh Allen puts Gabe Davis in motion, and Davis is behind Allen, and he tried to push him. He didn't get out of there! He didn't get out! He did not get out! That's the safety! Give it to us! Give us the safety! Look at what's taking so long! Yeah, it's uh, awesome. They were by just the way. as premature, though, as the Buffalo announcers who what thought they had won so a second ago because they hadn't won the game. They were only up by three. Then the Bills go down. Uh, by the way, with the benefit of a non-replay catch on that final drive, that I don't. I mean, there's a problem with the replay system in the last two minutes. You can't challenge the 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 replay has to come from New York. Yep. But when these teams are going fast and they don't stop the play, there's nothing they can do about it. And there was clearly a ball on the sideline that looked like it was bobbled as he went down that probably would have ended it for the Bills had they not gotten that pass completion. So they, if even if you have a challenge flag, you can't throw it there? You can't. That's actually it's it's uh, against the rules to throw a challenge flag in the final two minutes because it's, it's unchallengeable. Yet I've seen coaches like call timeouts in those situations. You give them a moment, them a moment to you know. I've seen Bill Belichick do that to see if they can get New York to look at something. But really, do a little politicking. It shouldn't yeah. matter. New York should be willing to stop it right away, or there's no point in having a system like that. You have to be able to stop that. Worked out for the Bills. They go down. They kick the field goal, tie it up at thirty, force overtime, and then there's more drama. You know, the Vikings get it first. Looks like they might go down and score the winning touchdown. Another Jefferson catch, which was great. Double coverage right at the two. Uh, looks He's like so good. they're going to punch it in. But then the Bills' defense stands. They get a big sack. They, they force the field goal. So they get a chance to go down and either tie it or win it with a touchdown. Drive right down to about the 20. And then Josh Allen throws an interception to Patrick Peterson in the end zone. And that's what finally ends one of the best football games you know, I've seen in a long, long time. Really fantastic. Yeah, pretty spectacular. You know, they were talking to like Von Miller after the game, and he's like, you know, look, at the end of the day, we're in a position to win that game. You like to go into these months uh, being tested, and boy, we have gotten tested, and they need to right the ship. You know, the Bills have now. Uh, they're tied for second in their division. The, the Dolphins, man. Spread. Technically third because they lost to the Jets. So That's they true. don't have the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker, yeah. yeah. So technically third. And, and New England, by against all odds, man, sitting there with a winning record uh, in last place at 5-4. and four. So I dare I say, because the NFL, it never goes away, right? It's, ne- it's always back. Like the NFL's back. Even at its worst, it's still a ratings monster, a money-printing factory. But now the NFL feels back-back. A couple of surprising uh, stats from the end of that game yesterday. The Bills are now 2-9 and nine in one-score games wow. and 18-1 and one when they blow the teams out. Wow. But they have not been good in close games. It's hard to get through the postseason. It's like the anti-Padres. Without being good in close Padres games. Padres were so good in close games. Well, and that's the Vikings are the opposite. They've won seven in a row. And they've all been by one score. Wow. And they've been behind by double digits in half of them and behind by in four straight. They've had to rally every time. What team would you rather be? The Bills that often win by blowouts, but then when they get in the close game, lose. They, they choke. Or the Vikings who never blow anyone out at all, but always find a way to pull out those close games in the end. Feels like if you're the Vikings, you're kind of playing with fire. You're not going to win every single one of those games. But with the Bills, it's like how far can you go if you can't win those close ones when it comes down to overtime, when it comes down to the fourth quarter. I'm not sure which team I would rather be, the Bills 
or the Vikings. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, obviously, you, you want to win those close games, Benny, because when you get to the playoffs, you're not going to blow a bunch of teams out. I mean, we saw what happened in the playoffs last year. So they're going to need to figure out how to, to not get so antsy, get so, you know, Josh Allen is such a great quarterback. He's so fun to watch. But, yeah, man, mental, like somebody tweeted yesterday, there's times when it looks like he's meant, like he's mentally not there in some of the biggest moments. And that that may be that may be announced. He was playing speak. through an injury yesterday. Give him some extra credit for that. Absolutely. He had some amazing runs. I mean, just running over the defense on times when they needed first downs. I'll still take my chances with Josh Allen any day, pretty much any time over Kirk Cousins, certainly, absolutely. But who has got the better record? Who got the win? Seven head to head on the road yesterday. Kirk Cousins wins again. Seven in a row. And uh, congrats to our buddy Kevin O'Connell. Uh, who is off to a brilliant start as head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. It's like, man, nowhere to go but down from here, you know? So, uh, no, that's that's really solid. We've been trying to get him on. I know he just had a baby. He did. Fourth baby. He's been very productive. Busy. Very productive Career guy. is rising. Yeah. Family is growing. I mean, the guy has got it figured out, it's seemingly. So, uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to him before too long. That'd because, be great. Uh, it'd be great to catch up. And his team is definitely... Uh, as hot as anybody in the NFL oh, and, right now. And not to be a jerk, but for all of the people, Ben, that said, hey, maybe Kevin O'Connell can just come back and lead the Aztecs. Why? Why He's the NFL head coach, probably the coach of the year right now. That was uh, that was two or two years ago when you had a chance to hire someone that when was, Rocky Long left. That was a... Missed your opportunity That there. was a pipe dream by you. Admit it. It was a good idea. It was a great idea. It's a good idea. Great idea. Uh, Speaking of good ideas, and I told you so, I've got one coming up for you. Remember what I said on Friday about the Aztecs and BYU? Felt like it came to fruition pretty much as I predicted uh, on Friday night. We'll talk about San Diego State basketball pulling out the win at Viejas Arena. Crazy atmosphere as it always is against BYU. Then we'll get into some baseball talk. Padres offseason. AJ Cassaville going to join us at 835 on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Back with more Ben Woods coming up on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Gorgeous morning out there. That must be 
peer out the six-floor windows here at our Odyssey Empire Studios. Wow. Be a nice day for some golf. It will be a nice day for some golf. You know, most uh, most states, they, the off-season starts today in golf. They shut down the courses. Not here. can't play again until, you know, March or April when the snow clears. But not here. No, I have 11, 15 tea time. <laughs> this is like one of the greatest things about living here. It's our buddy Sam's birthday on Wednesday, so he's doing the big eight-some. Not all at the same time. Four and today. Four. You're yeah, playing today. today. Playing this afternoon. I have a dermatologist appointment. Yeah. I get one uh, every single year. Are you going to get that boil lanced off no, your back? They say they, they can't take that one off. Just gonna leave no, it. it's in the back of my neck here. Did you ever get your dog's... Not yet. I need to. I got the estimate seventeen hundred dollars. So you have been slowly. You've been rotting over that estimate yeah, for a week. I have been. I was. Uh, I was under the weather last week. That's I didn't true. take care of any business at all. So it's true. A lot of things fall by the wayside when you're sick. You know, getting uh, getting those regular dermatology checks are important. They are. You want to make sure you don't have any skin cancer. I have a lot of moles. You know, face everywhere. Moly. So it's, I'm moly. It's good for them. They get that little tool out like a. Like a, a loop that the jeweler uses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yes. a loop. Yeah. yeah, where they just put it up to their loop. eye like a pirate. And <laughs> you just lie there. a really there. close look. at it's the worst. I mean, and I've got like oh, 700 of them. So one, two, three, four. Just check they, them out. Did they change they since block last time? Off, they block off like a four-hour window. Pretty much. When you come in. Yeah. I just had to do it, too. I had to be nude in front of. It was actually one of my. Uh, it's one of Bo's classmates' mothers. So it's great. So she's has felt like down there like she's touched it which is weird i see her all the time hey how's it going do you remember that time when i was nude in your office and you were doing you know it's you're a doctor a medical professional yeah absolutely part of the job part of the job is feeling the wieners of the guys that are fathers of i don't kids know in is, your school. is that is that a dermatologist job or yeah <laughs> she Yes. She's like the first thing. I, I grab everything, just so you know, in the first exam. Okay. Sounds good to me. I signed up for another one. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see how the roadways are looking. Then we'll come back and uh, recap a little bit of what happened to the Aztecs over the weekend. Ben and Woods, uh, let's check with Kelly on 97.3 The Fan. Woodsy, well, I warned Aztecs fans on Friday that I thought it was going to be a bit of a stressful night against BYU. It always seems to be. Uh, it's just a team, a rivalry game that you expect to be close, you expect to be tense, and it was uh, in basketball. The 19th-ranked Aztecs uh, were down for much of the game, trailed by four at halftime, down by double digits in the second half. But, um, you know, in a sign that this team does have the ability to go where we think and hope that they can go this year, you know, when you're down, you still can rally back against a good opponent, and they did a very strong finish over the last you know, six six minutes or so as they uh, they pulled away, took the lead, uh, and then put it away with some nice play at the end. But I I, I think it would have been a very different game if not for a couple of guys. One coming off the bench and Jaden Ladee, man, uh, who had a, what a, a outstanding <laughs> performance with twenty six points, twenty three twenty three points, a lot of rebounds though. Really, uh, really was outstanding. And then uh, Darion Trammell, uh, who also scored over twenty, had two 21. guys over twenty yep. in the same game in the starting lineup. 
offsetting a, another off night for Matt Bradley, who went three of sixteen yeah, from the dude, field. So that's that's a couple of games. I, you know, it's the beginning of the year. You got to find your stroke, everything else, and also there's so many other guys that are able to shoot and, and score. Um, that's a good sign, though. That's a good thing. I, when, I agree with you. Don't you think that that it's different, at least from oh, previous? As I said last year. Matt Bradley has a bad game like that. You lose to you're, BYU. You're done. You yeah. don't. You don't have enough offense to overcome against a good opponent. Um, an off night like that from Matt Bradley. Now they do. They have other options. They don't have to rely on 20 points from Matt Bradley every night, and it makes a real difference. And we just saw it on Friday night. A game that would have been an L is now a W against a decent, but not. Not world-beating BYU team. That could have been a very bad loss yeah, it had was, they lost at home. You, you won by seven. You, you know, you did get behind, but you were able to, to to come through in the end. Man, you won by seven points. It's not like you had to launch up a, a desperation three to get the win. Um, but, yeah, man, it's nice to have – you got three guys in double uh, double figures. Uh, Mensa had 14. Like you said, Tremel 21, and, and Ladie, 23. I, and with Matt Bradley only pouring in six, man, that's, that's a good sign. And, of course – what we always think in any sport, it doesn't matter. Well, if Bradley can get going, then we're blowing teams out. It's just like baseball. Man, Soto's hitting and Manny's hitting. If we could just get so and so, Will Myers going, we'd be unstoppable. It's just, it's not the way it works all the time. Brian Dutcher made the point after the game, and I think he's absolutely correct that if that game was in Provo, Aztecs probably don't win. The show and the crowd at Viejas Arena in, you know, loud and supportive and kind of getting into BYU's head maybe a little bit down the stretch made a real difference in that game as they tend to do at Viejas Arena but that means new challenge for San Diego State because their next uh their next four big games none of them are at home they play tomorrow at Stanford not a ranked team but certainly a a decent Pac-12 opponent and you have to go up to their place that's a true road game uh tomorrow night and then after that they'll head to Maui for the Maui Invitational with uh, three games in three days, all against likely you know either top twenty-five teams or close to top twenty-five teams. Starting with Ohio State on Monday, then either Arizona or who is the other Arizona or Louisville? Is it on uh, on Tuesday? Louisville, Louisville, yeah, not Louisville. and then uh, you know whoever Louisville. they get in the in the third game on Wednesday, uh, a real opportunity for San Diego State to. Open some eyes around the country. That's a tournament that even the you know the East Coast folks will pay attention to. It's one of the premier non-conference holiday tournaments that they play every single year. The Aztecs go every four years, kind of, and this is a, a real chance for them, especially, I think, the format. Three games in three days should be good for San Diego State with their depth. They can go a little deeper on the bench than most college basketball teams, so if they can win the first and, and second games, it should, should be to their advantage as other teams kind of tire out and Dutch can go a little bit deeper to his bench. So that's one week from today that they'll start that uh, Maui Invitational. Yeah, I was just going to ask. So they go to Stanford? Stanford tomorrow. tomorrow and then a week from today. Week, okay. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, Got the Maui it. Invitational. Love it. Uh, San Diego State football did uh, pull out a win uh, on Saturday against San Jose State. Uh, they were down 14 nothing. I kind of thought, oh, God, this is... This is going to get ugly. And then they reeled off 38 straight points. <laughs> I, I don't understand this football team. I really don't. Never in doubt. I don't understand them. Just when you think they can't score, they reel off a bunch of points. Just when you think the defense is good, they give up some points. I I totally don't get it, but they've won four of their last five. And had they not blown that lead at Fresno State two weeks ago, they'd be 
They'd probably be cruising now to the Mountain West Championship game. I loved what uh, our boy Darnay Tripp said. It's really amazing how much better San Diego State's offense got once they moved their backup safety, safety to, to quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, the guy is unbelievable. As with most teams. You know? as, yeah, as with most teams. <laughs> Jalen Maiden, dude, he's really, really fun. It's just so... It's very, summed S- up, it's very SDSU, right? Oh. I mean, they looked at him and they go, eh, I don't see it, pal. I don't <laughs> see it. And then, you know, by necessity, you have to put him in. And Poor kids just reading the defensive playbooks every night, just <laughs> hating like, his yeah, life. This sucks, man. This Watching sucks. the team struggle to put up seven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, man, just give me a shot, I mean, coach. there there is the there is the question, like, what kind of evaluation were you doing incorrectly I, during the offseason? I understand, yeah. Because it seemed like Braxton and Burmeister, everyone was so excited. They were so high on and it. Like, this kid is going to be the one, finally, that they've been waiting for. How could you be so wrong? I mean, it wasn't that it was close. I mean, it's been a totally different offense with Jalen Maiden at quarterback. Night and day. Night and day, Benny. College football, uh, you know, listen, it was, it was, there's some major, major implications went down uh, over the weekend. No, no mass. I mean, some some of the worst coaching you'll ever see. The Oregon decision to go for it there, um, costing them a game against Washington, costing and them a chance, costing the them playoff, a, yeah, everything. Co- like really, it's, it was the dumbest, one of the dumbest coaching decisions, and it's really indefensible. And I don't know how uh, that guy is has got a job today. It was that bad, Ben. Um, but it, there were some really, really major implications. The Pac-12 once again, you know, based on based on a couple of outcomes over the weekend, is like. Outside looking in, USC is kind of their only hope right now. And uh, USC, I mean, they've got a loss to the best team they played. So how's this all going to shake out? It's what makes college football amazing, but really kind of still chalky at the top four. Should be a, a big one. That's the biggest UCLA-USC game this week in a long time. But even that's lost some yeah, luster after because UCLA, lost, UCLA they'll, they'll, loses. They'll drop after losing to Arizona for sure. Uh, they are down. There's basically, ESPN kind of summed it up, there's eight teams left in the running for the college football playoff. Obviously, the four undefeated teams, all still unbeaten, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. And then the four teams that have losses that could still make it are one loss Tennessee, one loss USC, one loss Clemson, and two loss LSU because if they win the SEC championship, it's they still have a very legitimate shot of making the playoff even with two losses. Pretty Pretty wild watching the Bama game over the weekend, and the graphic flashes across the screen eliminated. From, but Bama's yeah. like Bama can't, even though they won at Ole Miss. Yep, they really can't make the because they can't get to the SEC championship yeah. game. They don't have enough good wins. It's just they're not going to win a resume comparison against anyone else. So yeah, they're they're out of it. USC needs to win out, and like you said, they they lost to Utah. They need to win their toughest three games. Essentially, they got UCLA, Notre Dame. And the Pac-12 championship likely remaining. Who will that be against? Probably Oregon still, Oregon, okay. even though they lost. That was their first loss. So pro- probably your toughest games left, and you got to win all three of them. If they do... Got to win all three. They do, have, have, they do have a decent chance to get to the playoff if they win all three. You'll win. You'll still have one loss, but it's to your best opponent. Maybe. But if yeah. you win the Pac-12, God, so much has to break their way. But, I mean, you know you know that either Ohio State or Michigan is going to take yeah, a loss. they're going to get a loss. But, but it will be to a really a, good team. Yeah, top four team. Better loss than USC's yeah. loss. Ah, it's going to be juicy. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Juicy. All right, don't forget, uh, listen to 97.3 The Fan, thousands of other stations, millions of podcasts for free on the Odyssey app. We'll come back for a little take on Woods, give you an update on what happened in baseball over the weekend, all next with Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fan.